When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Happy Thursday, everybody. You can see the end of the week from here Yay. on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk, 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. How's it going over there? Fabulous. I want to assure our listeners that uh, we are going to get this out of the way and move forward from it today. But we do have to talk about some updates regarding the big moment from the weekend. That is the scuffle that took place on stage between Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock. I almost said The Rock. <laughs> Which was not that did not happen. A little different. Um, But we do have. So we're going to kind of take like a big view and then we're going to zero in a little bit more because there's stuff that has come out that concerns everybody around the incident that took place. So let's start with the Academy. You know, Bradley, one of the things you brought up on Monday was what was the Academy doing in the moment? Well, yeah, just because nothing was apparent right. to the audience of, you know, a few several million people who were watching. It didn't seem as though anyone was in charge because following, you know, you would just expect there to have been some acknowledgement, much less. I think a lot of people wanted a, you know, um, obvious reaction from those running the production. And that didn't seem to be apparent, at least at first glance during the moment. Well, apparently there was a whole lot of stuff going on behind the scenes uh, that we were not privy to. And in fact, now after a couple days of statements from the Academy, um, you know, sort of denouncing certain parts of uh, what occurred, they they want you to know that the Academy really did actually ask Will Smith to leave the Oscars ceremony after the incident occurred on Sunday night, but that Will Smith refused to go. And this was uh, based on a statement they released yesterday. They went on to say, um, things unfolded in a way we could not have anticipated Uh while we would like to clarify that Mr. Smith was asked to leave the ceremony and refused, we also recognize we could have handled the situation differently. Um, and then they went on to talk about uh, how there will be a meeting, there will be a vote as to how they should um, proceed in terms of any type of punitive action for the incident. Yeah, I will say I was uh, doing some reading earlier and it sounds like there is now a I think this was in variety. There is a conflict between accounts of what the academy did or did not do a- after that moment on Sunday night and it sounds like some people wanted Will Smith to leave and then other people among them the producer Will Packer allegedly asked him to stay throughout the rest of the broadcast. So there seems to be some confusion as to what actually happened. Mm. And this is this is the the thing with this story that I 
think is this just reiterates the lesson which I think is so important, which is if you have if you're trying to form an opinion about what the correct answer and or opinion is in this thing, stop right now because there is I, I I don't think there is like a definitive this is what should have happened mm-hmm. mostly because we don't have all of the facts we don't have I mean you can have an opinion about what happened sure. like I'm and people can have whatever opinions they want about any number of things informed or otherwise but in terms of like thinking you're going to have all the information to make a judgment about what should or should not have happened and therefore to you know form an opinion about who uh or what consequences somebody should have seems like sort of like a uh, not very uh worthy endeavor as far as i'm concerned because at every turn there have been these like here's what happened But wait, there's more. Mm -hmm. This maybe didn't happen the way we thought it happened. Like, even the announcement that you just referenced from the Academy saying something as simple as, we asked him to leave, but we should have done something differently. That's not saying anything. That's like saying, like, nothing happened, which still goes back to us all wondering in the moment, who's in charge here and what's going on? That said, uh, regardless of passing judgment or irrespective of passing judgment on that moment, you have to believe that going forward, there will be some mm, different plans Mm -hmm. and procedures in place to ensure that a moment like this is never able to happen again. There will be a planned response should something like this happen, Mm -hmm. because now, you know, we can we can react based on what's happened. I mean, this is how rules get made, right? Like somebody somebody does something and then you go, oh, I guess we need a policy for that. But it's pretty clear to your point from the statement that they gave that they're not even 100 percent clear on what should have what how this should have played out because again there's not a precedent for it well there's also not one person in charge right. now what we saw in the telecast was under the direction of will packer but and and at some point no doubt he'll continue to to share his thoughts uh, and beliefs of what happened or what should have happened beyond what he already has but I, you know, but that there are a lot of other people, which is a, another reason why this is such a confusing mess. There are so many cooks in this particular kitchen that I don't know that any one person, you know, despite what they would have wanted, I'm sure there mm-hmm. were people who were like run out and, you know, haul him off to the police station right. or something. And then there were some people who were probably like, no, don't go anywhere and don't acknowledge anything. So because there are lots of people who make up quote the academy i said that at the very outset that we were going to kind of start with a big a zoom out and we were going to gradually zoom in you know to your point lots of cooks in the kitchen and other cooks in other kitchens uh like the hosts they all have now uh had something to, well or at least a few of them have said something about the experience yeah we certainly got an instagram message from amy schumer and she talked about being triggered and this isn't you know she's still traumatized or feels traumatized by what happened again amy schumer one of the hosts and then yesterday i think it was yesterday anyway that's when i saw the clip uh wanda sykes was on ellen and actually holly i'm gonna do a little on-air production i apologize the clip that i sent you i'd love to play it but i'd love it if you could fast forward to about a minute 14 because that really gets to Wanda Sykes. Because the, the first part of her interview with Ellen, 
where she talks about what happened on Oscar night was literally just that she recounts what happened play by play, which I yeah. think we've all, you we know, all know. I mean, <laughs> and you don't know where she was like she was behind. She she was running around doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But then at about a minute and 14 in Holly, uh, if we take it from there, she starts to talk about how she felt. And I think that's the thing we hadn't. You know, we hadn't uh, been aware of up to this point. So let's take a little listen to Wanda Sykes talking to Ellen. So awful for my my friend, you know, Chris. And uh, and, and it was it was sickening. It was absolutely I physically felt ill and I'm still a little traumatized. Me by too. It. Me too. And, and you know what? I mean, I know he he, he apologized to Chris, but um, I believe that, you know, we were the host. Right. So we were the, this is our house, we're inviting you in, we're hosts, we're keeping, we're going to take care of y'all tonight. Make sure you have a good time. And no one has apologized to us. Mm-hmm. And we worked really hard to put that show together. So, yeah, so I'm like, that's why I, I I'm, I'm just, I'm like the industry yeah. itself, I'm like, what, what the hell is this? Yeah, it's not wrong? an example to set. You don't, you don't, exactly. you don't let someone do yeah. something like that and get away with it and be rewarded. Exactly. Uh, we just, you know, but yeah. I just, that's why, again, I wanted to say what and, a great job you did because you. that got overshadowed. Right. I, and I also want to say this. I, and I, and I, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but I, you know, I, I saw Chris, uh, you know, at, at Guy's party. And uh, and as soon as I walked up to him, the first thing he said was, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, why are you apologizing? He's like, it was supposed to be your night. It was supposed you and Amy and Regina, y'all were doing such a great job. I'm so sorry. This is now going to be about this. Because that's, All right. I mean, so that's that was the majority wow. of, of Wanda's reaction. And, uh, you know, I think totally understandable, right? Absolutely. I think she's been um, the object of scorn on social media by some um, as a result of making her statement. But, you know, if you put this in the context of what she does for a living, you can understand why peop- why somebody in her position would not in any way want to appear to condone or explain away somebody coming on stage and having a reaction Mm. to the words coming out of your mouth, right? Like as a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to her other point about, you know, we're all so busy looking at the central players that um, what that must have felt like for the hosts whose job it was to sort of direct us through and usher us through this evening. Um, And this was a monumental occasion for them, too, right? This was their first Oscars in how many years that actually had hosts, and not just one, three, and they had divvied it up in such a way and really brought their personality to the show um, that it really does impact them. And they've been sort of left out of the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I was just going to go off on a side tangent, but we don't really have time. But I I did want to just this is something we haven't talked about. And um, I was reminded about it as I was thinking about Regina Hall, because I don't know that we've heard from Regina Hall following Mm -mm, this. I don't know either. Um, She was one of the other hosts. I actually thought one of the other big moments of the Oscars telecast on Sunday night was there was this bit where Regina Hall essentially feels up some of the uh, men that are presenting an Mm -hmm. award. And I can't remember who it was. It was like the rock or not the rock. uh, Jason Momoa. Was Bradley Cooper one of them? No, I can't remember now. No, but she she. Oh, Josh Brolin. Yeah, it was Josh Brolin Mm -hmm. and. uh and Jason Momoa. Tyler Perry was there. And well, th- no, this was that was a separate one. This particular one is where she had Josh Brolin like turned around mm-hmm. holding onto Jason Momoa and was like feeling him up. Oh yeah. 
And I thought at the time, and I remember saying this to my partner, like, I think we're going to hear more about this not being appropriate. Because Mm -hmm. if that were a woman, uh, meaning if Josh Brolin were a woman and Regina Hall was a man, and the whole whole bit, the entire bit... Mm -hmm was about like the sexy men in the audience right Mm -hmm. but like putting your hands on another person who now she probably gave them a heads up they probably knew exactly what was going to happen it was probably consensual all of those things but the 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 presentation of that bit was very much like they were being molested right which again i just think the world we live in there would have been a conversation, I think, this week about that uh, that moment at the Oscars, which we're not having mostly because of, you know, the obvious situation that right. sort of sucked the oxygen out of the room. Absolutely. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Holly's going to bring it to us in a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts has brought all of the dirt, every last speck, straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Holly. Hey, you know, let's continue the conversation that we were having in the previous segment about the aftermath of uh, Sunday's Oscar telecast. Now, we heard from the Academy. We heard from one of the show's hosts, Wanda Sykes. And now we're hearing a little bit from Chris Rock. Emphasis on a little bit. A little bit. So Chris Rock kicked off his comedy tour in Boston last night. And he's not really talking about what happened on Sunday night. Because Chris Rock says he's still processing what the heck happened on the stage (sighs) at the the Oscars. Yeah, so he is among many of us who are still processing that event. You know, he did open his set. How was your weekend? Mm. How was your weekend? Now, he said uh, he had worked on his set before Sunday night, so he had prepared a comedy performance Mm -hmm. outside of the context of what happened at the Oscars. He said, uh, you know, I'm still processing what happened. At some point, I'll talk about it. He didn't say it, but he said it will be serious and it will be funny. Here's what I love about this is that uh, Chris Rock has actually put words to the fact that this is not that this is something he needs to process rather than just because he could have shown hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Own up on a stage mm-hmm. on, what night was that? Wednesday night in Boston, and said, I wrote a whole thing, screw it, I got some other stuff to say. And, and actually, to be perfectly honest, he could have done that in the moment, too. 
uh, at the Oscars. And what he did was instead finish the job he was there to do, even though he was knocked off of his access access. And then he was thoughtful about how he wanted to proceed when he had another opportunity to talk yeah, about Yeah, I mean, it. you don't always just have to react to the moment. Right. So he just is like, I'm going to, I'll get there. Mm-hmm. I'm just not there yet. Here's some other funny stuff. Have a great night. Exactly. Now, TMZ is reporting today that Chris Rock confirmed a story that TMZ broke that Chris has not spoken to Will Smith since Sunday. Uh-huh. And Chris Rock said during his second show last night, quote, I haven't talked to anyone despite what you heard. So there is a direct response to rumors that are going around the internet that maybe they've had a chance to talk and Chris Rock is saying no that is not the case I mean you know like that doesn't surprise me also I don't know that that's ever going to be any of our business so I mean it's an interesting factoid but yeah so this story will continue to evolve because uh, you know touching on the previous thing what the academy said that they're you know considering the situation they're going to have a board meeting later in April to see if there are any kind of consequences against Will Smith. So we will be continuing this in the upcoming weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Church fans are not happy because he canceled a sold-out concert to watch a Final Four game. Stop. What's an Eric Church again? An Eric Church is a country music superstar. Ah, hence my not <laughs> But, yeah, earlier this week he announced that he was canceling an upcoming tour date so that he could watch a Final Four game in the men's NCAA tournament. That is gross. That was happening the same night. So this concert was supposed to take place this Saturday in San Antonio. And it falls on the same day that the University of North Carolina men's basketball team will go up against Duke University. And in a statement he made to ticket holders, Eric Church confirmed the cancellation, saying it was the most selfish thing that he's done. Yeah, well, I mean, right. it's good to have that uh, perspective, Better to have it before you make the choice. Yeah. 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 Like maybe I, he didn't care and then came up with a good. Yeah. Know, yeah. Well, it was apology like. Apology after the fact. I'm going to get ahead of this story and I'm just going to own that I'm being really selfish right now. I just feel like he. Well, I don't know. I don't know him. It is possible he said that knowing it was selfish and also that he doesn't care. Maybe a little from column A. Right. Because all that information is there and available to you at the moment you decide to cancel plans on behalf of however many people that sold out crowd was exactly you know that you're being self just don't make plans if you don't want to do something yeah (laughs) talk to your future self exactly that's what i do i sit down and i go hey future colleen on this specific day at this specific time are you going to feel like doing this specific thing the answer is no then Then the answer is no they're not gonna do it it. Mm -hmm. uh Next month is but a day away. April but a day. F- hey, April first is tomorrow. Yeah, oh and that so, so fast. Okay, it, it is so fast. And one of the big things that we have to look forward to in April is Tax the- day. Everybody loves it. It's the bet. What? No, it's my birthday. Oh yeah, that's right. And also, it's the premiere of the Kardashians oh. on Hulu. Do we have a date? Uh, yes, we do have a date. I thought it was going to be in March, but sure, April. Okay, they what's lied. the date? April 14th is when the Kardashians are going to premiere on Hulu. Now, I wanted to tell you about the Kardashians because, of course, they're doing a new ABC News special that's airing April 6th. It's called The Kardashians, an ABC News special. And Robert Roberts is sitting down with 
Chloe, Courtney, no. and Kim about care. their relationships. Oh, wait. ABC is sitting down with the Kardashians Weird. to talk about their new show, which is on Hulu. What? Did you guys also hear, I don't know if you heard this announcement, Disney has made uh, an announcement they have a new animated series this is not true. called The Kardashian Kids, true. and it's actually... Anytime Colleen starts the sentence with, <laughs> did you guys hear? Do you know? Mm. Yeah. Listen, it's, it's a matter of time. Before we have the Kardashian cartoon. Well, or you have Kardashian world at Disney theme parks. Well, we already had Kim Kardashian Hollywood, the wildly successful app. That's true. Where you could dress Kim Kardashian in outfits. She made millions off that. Yeah, she did. Imagine, imagine the hills and drops on the Kardashian roller coaster. At the theme park. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh, sitting with that. And Mm -hmm. quite frankly, uh, I don't want to go on that. I shan't be doing that. Mm -hmm. Because my favorite ride at the amusement park is the bench. True. Yeah. And uh, like every good aunt. That's right. I'll sit on the bench while you kids kids will ride the roller coaster. I read in my book. I'll have a funnel cake when you come back. Yeah. And also, Caitlyn Jenner got a new job. That's right. Is, Tell is us she where. A barista? No, she's a contributor at Fox News. For? And she says she's humbled by this unique opportunity. <sighs> she's on Sean Hannity. Yeah, that's where she's going to make her first appearance. Okay, bye. bye. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we are going to get some pop culture mysteries to solve. Holly's going to bring them. We're going to solve them after this on My Talk 1071. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. We do it in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We attempt to solve them in a little segment we cleverly call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Woo! Wrapped up, revved up. Like a deuce. Like a deuce. Not- you sure we're not wrapped up? Like a douche? Yeah. No. Okay. That's different. That is a different song. Mm. Uh, Let's go with this first celebrity gossip mystery to solve this afternoon. This A-plus slash A-list mostly movie actor slash former superhero has passed on multiple projects that would have him co-starring with this actress ex who is now married. Mm. They both made that decision because they have a poor success rate of not hooking up when together. So it's interesting they decided to go ahead and film together anyway. Mm. That's a lot. I know. Is this like a Chris... It is a Hollywood Chris. Like an Evans? Yeah. I just can't think of who the lady is. What's the he? Ex. What's he? Yeah. And it sounds like they're working on a different project together. Yeah, they're doing a project together despite the fact that they can't be horny with each other okay. when they're working together. And we know that they're doing rough. we know they're doing this project together. Yes, it has been announced. Okay. Mhm. Okay, so. Chris Evans. I can't think of projects Chris Evans is. Neither can I. In. Uh, but X. Let's narrow down the extras. X actress. Is she um, also in superhero movies, or she hasn't been allowed to be in super? Or she's negotiated her way out of superhero movies so that they didn't have to be together. Um, she has been in superhero movies. Now I don't know specifically if she has deliberately okay not wanted to be in them anymore. Right. Uh, but yes, yeah, she. They are both in the same. Superhero universe. Universe. Yeah. What's her listing? Do we have one? She's A list. Mm. Zoe Saldana. I mentioned her yesterday, so I'm just going to keep uh. mentioning her until I get a ding. 
I don't know Chris uh, Evans' past, so this is going to be hard for me. Well, Unless she, you can give us another hint. Well, she's married. Oh. And so that complicates things, right? Because yeah. if they weren't married, so what? They get horny on set. I mean, you could also make the argument she's married, so what? They get horny on set. But it complicates things. Is this a person who has indicated in the past that they uh, they do prefer dalliances with many people? Not necessarily. Now she has, or that been, they prefer that they don't believe of? Scarlett Johansson is oh. who I'm okay, guessing. That, yeah, that's who you're. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, because I she's the only other big celebrity who's married that I can think of. But I don't know what this new project is that they're doing together. Well, I gave it to you in a dirt alert update at the top of the show. Ah. It's called Project oh. Artemis for okay. Apple, directed by Jason Bateman. So what NT lawyer is saying? Well, that's interesting. Because Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson have decided not to work together because they get too horny when they well, do. Good for them, knowing their boundaries. <laughs> mm-hmm. But apparently they don't. Until they decide to break them. Yeah. Because now they're breaking boundaries and they're going to get horny on set. They're mm-hmm. going to get horny on set. So. I mean, I'm sure it happens more than we know. Enjoy. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. This one's also of the horny variety. This married, very quote-unquote, pious, A-list, mostly television actor is someone all of you know. And he has starred in some very popular television shows. He also likes to shoot sex dungeon porn scenes with escorts he hires for the purpose. So he seems holier than thou, but he's really hornier than thou. Mm. Yes. And he's a movie, he's done TV and movies? He's an A-list television actor. We all know this person, and he starred in some very popular television shows. And he seems kind of like clean-cut and aw shucks. Oh, yes. He's really a dirty oh, bird. Man. Neil yes. Patrick Harris. Oh. That was a good guess, though. Mm. Okay. I mean, there's all sorts of guesses mm, in the comments. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> New, no. uh, um, like how long ago was this person at their television peak? Um, you know, maybe mid to mid to late two thousands. Mm. Now this person, uh, I'm looking at. They did star. Now there's a couple guesses, and one of them I'm going to go with. Uh, starred in a television series from 2011 to 2016. Okay, so it's not Kirk Cameron. It's not Kirk Cameron. Uh, That'd be a little too obvious. 2000, so uh, whatever 2000s we call that era. Um, uh, like Network? Yeah, Network. Now, there's a couple names. A couple names. Okay. One of them, you know, this person also starred in a big movie in the year 2005. Uh, that was about possibly the greatest story ever told. Jesus? Yeah. Somebody played Jesus? Yeah. Who played Jesus? Yeah. Who played Jesus? I don't even know. <sighs> One of the names is Jim, Jim Caviezel. Okay. Oh. How would I, I have ever. What is that? What's a Jim Caviezel? Never going to show up. He started 
persons of interest. Well, it's why he's a minus. Also, I don't know this person and have never heard that name. Mm. Okay, go on. Can I give you some of the other yeah. names, yeah, yeah. please? Scott Bayo was one of the other oh, names. Oh, hey. Um, yes, yeah, somebody <laughs> did say Kirk Cameron. I, mm. Um, also, I think the, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. Um, that's about it. You okay. know. I don't. That's kind of a fun one. Although, I don't, again, don't think I would have uttered the words Jim Caviezel. You know. Never. I haven't thought of him since, like, probably the mid-2000s, early 2000s. And he was on a CBS procedural show. Which one? It was called Persons of, of Interest. Of Interest, that's right, you said that. He was nominated yeah. for a People's Choice yeah. Award. I should not surprise you yeah. that I was not watching a lot of CBS procedurals in the mm. mid-2000s. Yeah. I mean, if we're looking at the ratings, I bet NCIS is still the number one rated uh, series on television outside of sports. Let's solve this celebrity gossip mystery. The significant other of this permanent A-list singer slash diva is cheating on her. Adele? No. How is this diva described again? Permanent, permanent A-list, A-list diva. diva. Does that imply that the permanent A-list diva is not perhaps like actively in her career right now? Um, not necessarily. I, mean, I guess so I. It's have, not like Mariah Carey. It's not Mariah uh, Carey. No. Lady Gaga. Permanent A-list. Uh, oh. I mean, who else is a diva? Right. I mean, think of permanent A-list. Now, this person is in a relationship. Madonna? No. I mean, it could be. People did say that. Yeah, Yeah, that Madonna. Cher? Uh, No, not Cher. I don't know Cher's with anybody. There's another name that popped up Mm. a few times, which would be unfortunate. Celine Dion? Uh, Celine did not show up. I don't even know if I now I'm just saying like really the, a plus list. Well, yeah, this singers. person is married, so that would be also unfortunate. Mm. Mm-hmm. This person stepping out on this person. Do we know the spouse? Yeah. Are we? Is the spouse an actor or a singer or a big deal? They're an actor. Jennifer Lopez. No, think bigger. Bigger than Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. Beyonce? No. Uh. I would say arguably bigger than Beyonce? Jesus? <laughs> um, think big. Big. Uh, big. I mean. It's been in showbiz for a long time. Barbara Streisand. That comes from our good friend Doug Melrose. Oh, thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Word. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe James Brolin is cheating on Barbara Streisand. Mm. Oh, that's a sad one. They've just got too bored shopping at the mall in the basement of their Malibu How mansion. Do you, you don't even have to see each other in that place. Yeah, you can get your caramel corn on one end, and she can get her caramel, caramel corn oh, mm. on the other end. Do you have a shorty in there, Holly? Do I have a shorty? Let's look. Okay, great. Yay. This church slash cult leader somehow still has access to everyone at his church, even though he resigned. Mm. 
He isn't walking away from that money. He's just going to have someone be the face of the place. Brian Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So over at Hillsong. Yeah, he gave it up a little too easily. Uh-huh, yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, Brian, what's his face? Houston? Houston. I almost said We Will- have a yeah. problem. I almost said Wilson. I was like, Mm-mm. no, that's different. a different guy. Different guy. Yeah, different guy. Somehow still has access to everyone at Hillsong Church, even though he quote unquote resigned. Mm. Now, Brian, uh, Houston isn't walking away from that money. He's just going to have someone else be the face of Hillsong. Okay. Yeah, unless he, you know, ends up going to jail and then he's not going to have access to anything, mm-hmm. which is entirely possible. It really is. Uh, Holly, thank you for those thank delicious you. blind items and for guiding us through, even when we were struggling. Yeah, but you got there. We did. We got there eventually. All right. We come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. Oh, my gosh. I forgot to tell you, I had a really interesting conversation with a college classmate of mine last night who told me some stuff about some really important people that I want to share with oh, you. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one Oh seven one. Holly, this is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. And I forgot to tell you guys, um, that I, uh, I can't believe I've forgotten to tell you this for so long. I have a friend who I was a college classmate of mine who works for Kim. She tutors Kim's kids, Kim Kardashian. You have a friend um, who works for Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And you never told us that. I, I forget sometimes, you know, you just like forget. Anyway, she called no, me last no. night. Okay, well, I did. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. Anyway, she called me last night and she was like, hey, um, how's it going? And I was like, great. Thanks for asking. Anyway, she was like, I, got, I have to tell you something. I was like, what do you want to tell okay. me? She was like, we know how I work for Kim Kardashian. I was like, I forgot about that. I'll have to tell my co host. My producer tomorrow, but uh, she was like, "What? Nothing. I I think I just had a cough." Oh, okay. Bless you. Anyway, she was like, "Here's the thing." She's like, "I was talking to Kim," and Kim was like, mm-hmm. "What? Pete? Kim and Pete are having the time of their lives physically." Okay, so she. Okay. Yeah, and then she was like, "But Kim said like." You know, a lot of his past conquests, Pete is demanding sex non-stop. And they don't really have much of a connection when they're outside. The okay, bedroom. so your friend who you f- forgot just happens to know Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. which means you probably got, you guys don't talk very often, much less talk about this very often. So then she calls you out of nowhere to not just tell you and remind you that she works for Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. but that Kim Kardashian shared intimate sex details. Yeah. 
I mean, that's, you know, girls, sometimes we just catch up whenever girls. we can. Girls. Ladies, women, um, and like, you know, whatever. So she just was yeah, like, I, I can't tell you how many ladies come up to me and start telling me about all the sex talk they have with their gal pals. Um, do you want to know what else she had to say, though? Okay. Yeah. No, for sure. Yes. Okay. Um, she was like, but here's the thing. She was like, Kim is actually totally in love with Pete because before when she was in that relationship with Kanye West, she was feeling kind of out of sync with him. Um, she was feeling out of sync yeah. with Kanye West. Yep. Oh, that was an interesting mm-hmm. way for her to phrase that. They were out of sync. That's what she told your friend. Uh, it's hard for me to know if that's what Kim said or if that's like my friend paraphrasing, but that's what she said. Cause so I she wrote was out it of down. Sync, so what? So, okay. And um, so then she, but she's just really happy now mm. to be with Pete because, because now he's so sexy. They're having a lot of sex, and um, but the thing is, this is that Kim kind of feels like maybe Pete is just enjoying the perks of being associated with Kim and her family. Oh, you don't say. That seems totally unbelievable. Are you? What are you saying? I'm being sarcastic. I mean, that's what every <laughs> tabloid says. Okay, but maybe they, I don't know. This is, I'm just telling you what my friend told me. Yeah, no, no. I, I am, I'm still in shock. Okay. I don't know about you, Holly. Uh, I'm verklempt. See, for that me, she it's was just holding really out normal. That, she, that you were holding out these details. I mean, basically, I had like intimate conversations with Tan Mom on a couch, and the first thing I did was come tell you guys. Yeah. Right. So it's sort of like that thing where you don't, pay attention to what your you friends know what you do, do for, for a, living, a job right? yeah but it's like i forgot okay so anyway and like, i understand you know i feel like we're just feeling a little aggrieved as yeah all. that sometimes I, you have hollywood connections and you want to keep them a secret maybe that's kind of part of it maybe and also i kind of forgot um she said some more stuff do you want to hear what else she said well sure okay so so far i'm getting pete is really horny mm-hmm. and kim is like really in sync with that mm-hmm. now she is but she was out of sync with kanye yeah that's what i right. mean with pete yeah so um also kim the, the my friend told me kim went into this claiming that she this is actually an exact quote because i did write it down. i did shorthand while she notes. was talking yeah you'd forgotten because you kind of just don't know no big deal but then you decided to get the note well once out. she started to tell okay. me stuff i was like i am in <laughs> all right all right what she Kim say? went into this claiming that she was going to keep it very casual but now she's convinced that she's in love and but it's probably just lust but you can't blame her because she and kanye stopped being intimate long before they split up oh, that seems believable they actually were, out of sync on every level for years. So she feels like she's been starved for affection. And then suddenly Pete swoops in and he starts giving her more than she can even handle. And it's very intoxicating. I mean, I actually would buy that. I mean, if, you know, I don't think that that, that's real, but I, I, I would think that's something Kim would say, because I assume if Kim treats your friend like she treats tabloids and everybody around her, this is all for show. So this is probably not the real story, but this is the story she wants to tell. But that seems totally believable. This is the story she told my friend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then she said, there's no doubt that he finds her very attractive. That's Pete. Um, but he's also bragging a lot about his exposure and what he, all the exposure, exposure he's gotten. What is he exposing? Himself. The Ew, things, the exposure he he's gotten that? since he began dating her. Oh, he's addicted she, Kim to the told your Kim friend told my friend that. this. Oh. Wait, Kim yeah. told your friend that Pete is saying. 
So actually, now that I'm recalling our conversation a little bit more clearly, it was Did late. Did you not take notes on that? It was late because, you know, it's two hours earlier in L.A. And um, she called me. It was 10 o'clock her time. So it was like midnight. I'd already been sleeping for a couple hours. Oh, you got up out of so, a it's dead been a long sleep time to talk about your since friend? I've talked to her. Well, no wonder you're forgetting things. You're taking calls at midnight. I know. I shouldn't do that. No, but what she, what this is sort of a combination of things that Kim told her and also her perception, you know, being so close to everything there. Um, But basically, my friend said that Pete's like great and super into Kim, but also he really likes the attention he's getting. And that's what Kim is telling her. That I think that was her assessment of the situation. Okay. All right. I mean, look, I again, I think that Kim is only going to tell, you know, superficial people. And I mean, I'm not assuming your friend is like besties with Kim, right? She's got a lot of besties. Well, she's an associate, right? Yeah. So she what she does is she's like the tutor for the kids, like all four of them. She's. But my point is, like, she's not in the inner circle. No, no, no. She's around. She's giving your friend. Mm -hmm. uh, What's your friend's name? Sandra. 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 Okay, Sandra. Sandra. Uh-huh. You never mentioned Sandra. Sometimes we yeah. call her Sand um, or Sandy, but often she just likes Why to go by her. Why would you call her Sand? Very, I don't know. Just, you know, to save time by a brief. Oh, I think Sandy usually is like the yeah. nickname. Yeah. Well, if anyway, you know her really well, you can My point is, um, Sand, your friend, mm-hmm. uh, who calls you at midnight mm-hmm. to talk about Kim Kardashian's innermost thoughts and, and by feelings. By the way, really fun to go to the beach you, with Sam. you have like a it's note, my favorite. A notepad? I mean... Next to your bed or something? Like, how were you taking notes? I, yeah. I was putting... I, I'm typing on my phone on my, with like my notes on my wow. phone. Oh. I'm just glad you finally revealed this because now I feel like this is a resource we need to tap. Well, exactly. the good news is it's actually bad news is that she's actually going on a vacation um, for an extended period of time, maybe months, and in a place where there isn't lots of reception for her phone. So I don't think I'm going to be able to talk, which is why it was so great to talk to her last night. I'm not going to be able, probably be able to talk to her for a little while now. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So that so this might be really the most we get actually. out of her for now. Okay, well, it's a good thing you were able to touch base because she really gave you some details about Pete Davidson getting horny. But you know what, Bradley? She did tell me when I talked to her, she knows Ja Charles, uh, oh, who also yeah. works your friend. Tell Ja Charles hi. I, oh, I told her to. I was like, tell Ja Charles hi. Well, you should have said that from the beginning. It truly I, is I, a small world. It My really God, is. It is a small world. It, it just is. gets smaller After every day. After all. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I'm going to give you a scenario and you're going to tell us what you would do in this particular scenario. It's going to be an all play event after this on My Talk 1071.